everybody. Welcome to the 79th episode of MathCast. I'm your host, Christian. And I'm your co-host, Levi. And before we get started, I just want to remind you all, please check out our Patreon if you want to get a couple cool exclusive benefits. Uh, we also just added a couple merch perks there. You can get a sweet mug, as well as some uh, exclusive prints of the uh, MathCore Index Fest 2022 flyer. Which reminds me, MathCore Index Fest 2022 is coming up here in July, July 9th and 10th at Beat Kitchen, Chicago. And uh, on day one, we've got Black Matter Device, Space Blood, Gift from God, Fall 50 Feet, Snooze, Lower Automation, and Old Pets, featuring members of Bulletproof Tiger. Fucking ridiculous. And then on Sunday, we got a bit of Screamo and Death Metal for you with Frail Body, Discordia, Sunless, Under the Pier, Cadence Fox, The God Awful Truth, and The Sound That Ends Creation. Again, that's July 10th, July 9th and 10th at Beat Kitchen, Chicago. Mm-hmm. Tickets are on sale now, baby. So get them. Can't wait to see you there. First, first podcast together in in over two years in the same room. How are you feeling, Levi? Uh, I feel amazing. Reunited. Feels so good. It does feel so good, doesn't it? Not? Fucking shit, oh, dude! Man. I'm touching you right now. I'm touching you. <laughs> okay, that's enough. Stop. Sorry. You know how right. you feel about human contact. I get it. I get it, bud. I don't. I don't. I don't take you it. You hate well. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's my understanding. You hate it. I will not be able to make eye contact with you for another year. Mm-hmm. Well, so. Fuck, this is this just feels so This is two years? Yeah. Two and a half years? Bob? Yeah, this yeah. is this is two and a half years of uh of doing it so it feels so disconnected doing it remotely. I gotta say, this feels great to, to be doing it in person again. I'm fucking stoked to not hear my distant voice on the fucking like uh uh zoom chat style uh, audio that we had going on. So it's nice to be in the same room. Well yeah, and also here I can sort of guarantee that I am I'm <laughs> sound checking you correctly because i feel like there were certain episodes i've said this before and this is sort of uninteresting for our our listeners but i feel like there are certain episodes where you weren't actually even using your your microphone like you were using i that's up for debate we don't we have no proof of this honestly this is all you so this is all speculation right now i can't prove it yeah exactly so but it definitely that's that's definitely the case uh it just yeah it just fucking feels nice to be in the same room and everything it's crazy just the distance uh in the long uh, the length of time that we've had just not uh, doing this together yeah i Uh, feel like there's just some sort of organic element that is missing when we're like not in the same room together i don't know i Yep. Uh, we 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 when we started doing the podcast, naturally, uh, we sat on a couch together, Beavis and Butthead style, shared one microphone, and literally went knee to knee together, I, and like I, lean I, in, like. Uh, conversely, I don't think that that was a that was definitely not the better route. That's just what we did out of necessity for that time. It's simplicity. It's what we did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We had one microphone, and then we, and then our listeners. <laughs> Two dudes, one mic. Yep. And then our listeners were nice enough to actually support us to the point that we were. Hey, there's Dan Wolfson on camera. Thank you, Dan. Very cool. Wolfson, what's up, man? Nice seeing you. It is. It is nice to see your face. Feel free to, to yeah, turn off, you know. Dan, turn, what turn are you eating? Yeah, what Dan, are you what are you eating? eating? What you got going you on? You can tell there? us in the chat later. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, this is, I just feel we're, we're less we're less distracted now, you know. Well, I was just distracted by Dan. <laughs> that was fast. That's, that's, that's a warranted distraction, yeah, though. Yeah, all right, fair enough. I, I did need to know. Oh, that, is that a shrimp? <laughs> is that a shrimp? All right, now he's bragging. All right. Goodness gracious. Uh, yeah. Lucky uh, for him, I don't like shrimp. Really? Otherwise, I'd have you email me some of that. <laughs> <laughs> but anywho, yeah, so uh, what's new with you, Levi? 
Uh, fucking stoked to be here. Uh, hanging out. Um, it's sunny here in San Francisco, which we haven't got to have. In a oh, while. we got to, we got to have a roof beer this we afternoon. We had a roof beer. Wasn't that great? Yeah. yeah. Um, has it been windy as fuck down here every day? No, I mean at least any time I go up, which is like around three or four o'clock in the afternoon, it's it's remotely or it's uh, it's pretty still. So you're telling me I've only been experiencing the 40 mile an hour winds out in the outer sunset this Um, whole fucking week? That's a you problem, bud. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. That's that's the sunset issue for sure. Live by the. uh, I mean, we all live by the water. I don't know. I just live in a terrible place. (laughs) Sorry, everybody. Location, location, location. No, it's something about that neighborhood because it's the dunes. You know, it's. uh, I think it's just it's windswept in general. Dude, my fucking front of my door is a dune right now. It's intense. Yes, that that does happen. It's crazy when the the sand just comes up over the Great Highway, which mm-hmm. is for our listeners is the the coastal highway here in San Francisco. We have we have the audacity to call it the Great Highway, as if it's it's that much better. It's it's a good. It highway. is. It's, it's a, a really good. It's highway. a good highway. <laughs> 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 to be honest with you, it's a pretty good highway. To be fair, yeah, it is. A, it is a pretty. Uh, it's a standout highway for sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, so uh, we're we're uh, we're we're together again and. Uh, we're in once again another one bedroom apartment of Christian. So Christian, thank you very much for uh, hosting uh, the podcast. And uh, yeah. I got to correct you there, bud. The other apartment was a two bedroom apartment. That was, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. A two it bedroom. It just it felt like a one bedroom because <laughs> shit was in the other one. Yeah, the, the, whole, to, yeah, the hoarding things. Yeah, yeah. Cut that name. Cut that. Cut that. Cut that. Cut that. Cut that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was. Uh, it was full of uh, LPs, which I stole, and. <laughs> <laughs> You came up big on those, though, so it's, it's, a, it's, it's a get. It's a get. Are we, like, really dim? You guys can hear us okay? Sounds really good. Really? Yeah, there's no way it sounds Wilson, really Wilson, what? what no? <laughs> no. Really I, you're sending us mixed messages now. <laughs> Jeff, I don't believe you. It's fine. That's a right. very lukewarm it, it, answer. If you guys don't mind, I think, okay, thank you. I think that we just need to, like, move on so we don't lose steam on the episode because um, that definitely. Boy, just, was it riveting before. That, it was, it was very, very funny banter. You guys really missed out. Y'all on missed it. out on everything, Christian. <laughs> he went bing, bang, boom. It was fucking it was good. I was in top fucking <laughs> four. I was in top. I was the funniest I've ever been. <laughs> Dude, that was good. Uh, uh, yeah, that is like every best episode of Mathcast, though, is it not? We're just yeah. sitting here. It's what <laughs> you waste the time. Yeah, no, we're like having riveting conversation, and fucking the Discord is like, oh, they're silent. They don't know that they're silent. They can't tell that they're silent. <laughs> we're we're now we're together, and now we're gonna figure this out. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that, folks. Uh, for our, our Patreon supporters, we appreciate you being here and listening to us live, doing, and also breaking out the kinks. Our admins, basically, everybody's our admins, our right. yep. yeah. <laughs> our, our very nearest us. and dearest. Yeah. So, um, what else? What else is new? What else is new with, with you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, nothing's new. Do we do we do we run enough time yet? Do we start talking about bands now? Is no? that good? Yeah, we should. All right. Let's not let's not force the magic, right? <laughs> never right. with us. Let's uh, never ever. So the first band we're going to talk about is Black Matter Device. Starting strong. Yeah, this is easily one of the best albums of the year so far for sure. And uh, Black Matter Device are a mathcore quintet from Richmond, Virginia. And they just dropped their second full-length album, Autonomous Weapons, all caps, on April 26th via Dark Trail Records. Bam, 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 bam! It's your boy. And uh, if you follow Mathcore Index, you probably already know how much we love this band and how important they are to like the current mathcore movement. It's fucking ridiculous, man. Uh, wh- uh, when I walked here, that was the album I was walking to. It's fire. 
Um, I I, uh, I feel like this is also just a huge step up with these guys as far as sound and recording and everything. Um, vocals are top notch. Uh, yeah. I, I got to agree with you there. I, this is an, an, an overall improvement in practically every way from yeah. the... Uh, yeah. From the performances to the songwriting to the instrumentals to the production and definitely some of the best, most throat-tearing vocals from Michael Tony. Dude, that is, yes, throat-tearing. Uh, it, it, it hurts me to hear him sometimes, but it's so fucking heavy and passionate and frustrating. Un- unhinged is unhinged. the term that I would use. Ah, yes. Yeah, this is this is really exciting. I'm, I'm very excited to talk about this release. If you're not familiar with the band's sound, they play very heavy, very dissonant math core that recalls the heyday of some of the the most seminal bands in the genre. I I feel like this band specifically, especially like uh, if you all look at the the title, the, I mean the 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 actual like title uh, tracks and everything, they uh, have just numerous little like math corey kind of like references and everything little like jay dino dies thing uh it's uh, definitely a, a community uh uh it t- touches me you know a little bit yeah the jay dino dies reference really really made the tracks apparently he told them to make that a song and they so they did wow it reminds me a lot of ion dissonance i'd say vocally especially with just the early how ion D- yeah D- yes exactly yes. with gabe yeah yeah i feel like definitely channeling that kind of sort of Unhinged and sort of like prose poetry sort of style lyrics. The the st- I don't even know how you how you go vocally with it, but it's just so raspy back of the throat and chest. Uh, how he goes about it, it it really hits me. You know, I really like how they're just ex- exercising a lot more restraint on this release. The especially on the back end of the album, there's a lot more experimentation. There's a lot more like repeats, especially on tracks like Coffin Flops. God knows, and he ain't telling. And snuff film actors guild. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm telling you right now, coffin flops. One of my favorite tracks. Yeah, so good. It's, yeah. So, uh, I, I, um, did you notice the? I mean, naturally you did. I mean, you released this this record. Uh, the amazing colorful colorful artwork, artwork. But also, it this goes back to like what this would be Math Corn Index Fest 2020 when they had the the tie-dye fucking splashy shit where it was almost like a, a, a that was warning. a prelude yeah, yeah that yeah, was a foreshadowing yeah. of sort of the visual elements of this current album cycle for sure it, yeah when i saw the the artwork for the album i was like fucking that well, when you see the shit. when you see the video it's like yeah they were they were using a green screen Definitely a so. seizure warning on right. that one is guys so far those guys who else we've have we had to do a seizure warning to uh with uh the god-awful truth god-awful truth we got three at least. That's quite a bit yeah. for two online book festivals that give seizure warnings. So, yeah, there's a so there's a very strong as Levi started getting at. There's a very strong visual element to this album. A really wonderful hybrid painting and uh, digital composite cover that's like just this collage of the entire spectrum of colors and and like a bit of like digital elements sort of again composited yeah. in the foreground of it and it's really compelling and sort of, of a mosaic if you will and I think that sort of also reflects what the, the kind of music that the band plays well said bud well said apparently it was a collaboration between uh, Colton who did the painting aspect and then I think Brian who also does the noise if I'm not mistaken did the some of the digital elements and then uh, Michael did like the compositing portion mm. like put it all together I think yeah, so this is uh, this is definitely a maturation in some ways. There's uh, as as I was saying, there's there's more attention to like songwriting. I think they sort of allow more uh, 
repeats to happen, which makes for just like more memorable songs, I think, overall. Word. The, you know, your, your perfect sort of the components that you, you're, you're always looking for in like your quintessential math core band that's, you know, dissonant guitars, the swarm of bees kind of effect, the, the breakdown heavy elements, but they also sort of do like the sassy, more like art school kind of stuff as well. At Fucking the same vocally time. sassy is all there, man. Uh, it's definitely it, just that early heavy, heavy, low, low right. kind of shit, you know? Um, Fear before kind absolutely, of Absolutely, well. absolutely. They do it all so well. They, they, they combine those two elements, both like the heavy and like the more kind of, um, I don't know, angular, I guess, sort of mm-hmm. approaches together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, although I'd say this album sort of feels it's a like a bit it's it's front loaded with shorter tracks that can almost make it feel a bit more like an EP. Uh, but just overall it's such a strong track listing, especially from like sewer slide pack to y'all wanna play this. <laughs> That's another thing, yes. And then again from like mutually assured uncertainty uh to the end of the album. It's that's where I, I feel like you start to get more of like the really well developed tracks. There's a lot of content here, right. for sure. Yeah, so it's it's front loaded with more of like the grinders, and then like the end of the album has got more of like your sludgier kind of atmospheric sort of tracks. Totally agree. A, a lot more noise samples on the back end of this album as well, too. Yep. I think like two songs in a row actually start with a noise sample, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I, I love the lyrics on this album too. Just like they, they dive heavily into stuff like existentialism and the ego and death, and uh, I, I think obviously due to the album title, there's there's some sort of connection between like the singularity mm-hmm. or the moment that t- basically technology renders human life um <laughs> obsolete or some people are a bit more optimistic they look at it like the moment that humans and computers are like integrated into one but yeah aut- autonomous weapons certainly gives a lot of food for thought yep oh once again though coffin flops that's my fucking track that's yeah fucking <laughs> yep 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 coffin flops is a banger like it takes a minute to get going because of the insert the sample yeah, right yeah, for yeah. sure but like i i do love the way they develop that the main motif like the main riff michael tony is in the chat right now and he says fun fact y'all want to play this is a reference to a promoter who sent us that monthly for three years and we haven't responded once <laughs> Man, you guys should respond. See what else he's got to say. I'm sure it's a <laughs> it's probably a great offer. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for that. Yeah, that that was definitely a highlight for me as well. Y'all want to play this again? That's definitely one of the stronger tracks too. Again, one of the it's one of those other tracks that takes a minute to get going, but after the vocals kick in, that like verse motif with like the bends is so satisfying and catchy. Yep. The tail end of that track also has that classy kind of like slidey daughters feel to it as well yep yeah sewer slide packed i mean that was like that was the main single but what a what a what a powerhouse i think that's like one of like the best tracks that they have written yet honestly this album just in general just fucking step up yeah truly just you know put put your finger on any one of these tracks and they're all all super good one other thing i i did enjoy though is that they were sort of adding a little extra to the instrumentation here by bringing in both Brian to do the noise and having Colton do trumpet on, what is it? Sesame street sweeper. That fucking trumpet. That fucking hits. Yep. Chef's kiss for sure, man. Yeah. That's like one of the most like memorable and exciting moments on the album. Really nice hearing them. Good call, bud. Didn't put that in my notes, but that fucking trumpet's fire. Yeah. And not only that, I mean the guitars on that track fucking hit too. Speaking of which, uh, Concrete Nosedive, the end of that track 
fucking bangs. Like the development of the main motif on that track that just gets more and more disjointed as it progresses. It's like, it's like the harmony gets grosser and grosser. I love I love that kind of shit. Yep. Just one other thing. I love how strong this album closes. I know I said it was uh, front loaded, but I, when, I, when I said that, I meant more like the, the shorter tracks. It's are, definitely just shorter tracks in yeah, the beginning. But the uh, the way that this album closes is just like is phenomenal. It's really really strong with Gender Mountain. I mean, it kind of follows this formula that a lot of the other tracks are following, which is there's like four bars of instrumental and then the vocals come in. Mm-hmm. But as it turns out, that's a good formula for writing a good song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, interesting. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah. So, d- definitely a good way to end that track in the the album overall. Loving the scream, the scream singing. You know what I'm singing? He's like absolutely. He's 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 singing, but there's it's like in a screamed kind of like timbre. Yep. Yep. Scream singing. Yeah. Yep. I'm glad you said that, not me, because I would have been like, ah, you know, it's like scream singing, but like, yeah, absolutely. I could just call it singing because that's what it is. But yeah, it's uh, the, the delivery is more of like a scream than absolutely. it is. Absolutely, you know, I totally agree, man. It's it's pitched screaming, <laughs> pulling a bit of a, a Travis Ryan there. I like that. I also love how there's like a fake out at the end too. They like they do sort of a bit of like a noise sample, and then they bring back just like one kind of like last breakdown, and then it's over. Yep. Once again, just like a little, little, little touch at the end, <laughs> a little cherry on top. Yeah, so this is, uh, wow, I, I love this album so much. It's super, super good. One of my favorite albums of the year. I'm super happy to be working with this band and proud to have put it up. What's the track, man? Super slide packed for sure. If you haven't watched the video for that, by the way, we kind of got way sidetracked, but... Yeah, the what, video's fucking top notch as well. That yep. the in the video was a, a perfect callback to the Mathcore Index Fest 2020 live stream that they did. <laughs> Absolutely. With the with, with the green screen effect. Yeah, so we're gonna go ahead and play for you Sewer Slide Pact, which is track five from Black Matter Device's new album, Autonomous Weapons. And that came out on April twenty second via Dark Trail Records. Uh... Here we go. <laughs>
Ripper. Ripper. Yeah. Ripper. Slapper. So yeah. that was uh, that was Sewer Slide Pact, which is track five from Black Matter Device's new album, Autonomous Weapons. And that came out on April 22nd via Dark Trail Records. So next, we're going to talk about Greyhaven. So Greyhaven are a mathcore quartet from Louisville, Kentucky. And they just dropped their new album, This Bright and Beautiful World, April 15th via Equal Vision Records. Fucking heavy. Getting up there. Yeah, that's some. That's a get. Yep, that is a get. That's what we call a get. Yep. So they, um, yeah. So they, they. I really enjoyed their last album. You know, it was. Uh, I want to say it's like a far cry from the direction that they've gone on this new album, but they've sort of moved away from the mathcore kind of direction in, in favor of stuff that is more like kind of verse chorus type stuff that Dillinger sort of flirted with during. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Fucking absolutely. Uh, that's, that is basically my notes right there. Uh, absolutely. I, I do though, enjoy this side of gray Haven. Um, even just like, uh, just the explosive start of, uh, the track, uh, in a room where everything dies. Um, that's one of the better tracks on this album for sure. Yeah, dude. Um, also, I was down with the mellow side of uh, All Candy. Had the single in the music video as well. Like, I was all right with it, you know? Uh, that was That's where we diverged. That was, like, my one of my biggest hang-ups on this record. I did say all right. I didn't say, I didn't say loved. So I was all right with it. Though. I mean, yeah, it just... It just reminds me of, like, alt-rock from the 90s. Like, I, I lived through that. I kind of... Um, I'll say I get it. I'm, I'm coming around more to this album and those moments like that. But yeah, I felt like initially that the more melodic moments on this album were not as strong as like the more chaotic moments. Um, I, I do feel like, however, on track three, what is it? Um, a painful and necessary action. I feel like awesome. that's where like the melodic moments for me personally, I think are, are coming out a little better. They're coming out a little bit more refined and a little bit better executed. But the reason I like that track in particular is that those melodic moments, like the vocals are counterparted by like dissonant guitars. You know, it's like he's singing, but the guitar line is kind of like a dissonant chord. So yep, yep. It, it just, but it, it really works quite well. That's like a, a really, a well executed moment for them for sure. I, I really enjoyed uh, uh, track, uh, the track uh, fed to the lights, uh, quiet, uh, the quiet shakes as well. Like, Quiet Shakes is good too. Yeah, dude. Uh, qu- towards the end, um, that was a bigger highlight for me as well. But overall, I would take. Uh, um, I mean, I enjoyed the last release. It grabbed me a little bit more. Uh, it, but I do like just them. I guess I would say maturing. I guess or just you know just going into something else a little bit more. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I don't know. They're, they're heading. Know? A, they're heading a different direction. They're moving again. They're moving away from math core to something that's a bit more accessible like i wouldn't i I wouldn't explicitly uh, yeah yeah. i wouldn't like explicitly call this like a math core album like it's more of a Mm -hmm. uh it's more of like a metalcore slash like rock and roll kind of album at this point yep yeah so those tracks we already talked about were quite good i thought foreign anchor was pretty good too that was a solid one um that was one thing I, i sort of bothered me though is particularly on that track i feel like the vocals are very very almost too like puciato you know what I'm saying? Like, like singy or like, or what do you mean? Yeah, it's that? like, it's like just like the delivery and the timbre of his voice. Like, 
I guess it reminds me a lot of again like something like black bubble gum or oh word or okay. milk lizard so yeah yeah uh, milk lizard yeah uh uh yep it's I like agree. they took it's like they took all the melodic elements from Dillinger escape plan and every time I die and sort of like got rid of like all the math core elements if you did that that's kind of like what you would get on this album well said yeah I just the whole alt rock kind of grungy thing just doesn't like sit well with me though just overall and I feel like it's a bit too timely and too on the nose with bands like Code Orange sort of like making it popular again to do it I get it but also like I, I guess like I had that I had that other side of the no, uh, the nostalgic uh, sense of mind where I'm like when I hear that I'm like mm, reminds me of this oh mm-hmm. like that kind of thing no it's it's so it's such a weird thing they got me to, on that side you know, yeah, right and it's such a weird thing for me to be like I don't like this because it sounds too much like my favorite band maybe it's just like my age but yeah I'm getting I am admittedly growing a bit like weary of the derivatives in the scene and I think that it's because that we're fans of mathcore that our expectations have been set so impossibly high by albums like Calculating Infinity and Miss Machine and Jane Doe and Our Puzzling Encounters Considered that it's harder to impress us. I think performance-wise, compositionally speaking, like the the expectations are so fucking high for a, a band that's sort of close to the style that... Yep. You sort of start to you start to really notice when people are taking inspiration heavily from them, and uh, maybe not enough, not not putting forth enough originality. This 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 dip into the grunge thing is definitely a current trend. Yes, so it's that's what I'm know, getting at. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm it's getting. Like at. it's definitely like, but I'm not with it. Yep, yeah, I don't like it. Yep, I mean, but hey, once again, you're getting other people to listen to it. Hopefully, you switch back and you trick them. You get them and you fucking go right back to fucking going to a See, little more chaotic side. This NASCAR, is the whole. You know? This like, is the whole turnstile argument. Gotcha. Gotcha. That well, okay. I see what you're saying. Actually, I'm misinterpreting. So, that's more like the Beatles approach. But they what they did was they started out more accessible. Or excuse me, the, the Radiohead approach. They started out more accessible. You know, with Pablo Honey mm-hmm. and you know you got you know Creep or whatever. And then they're doing Kid A and Radio or excuse me, um, and um, OK Computer. Yep. And just like really taking off in a, a much different, more like electronically uh, injected kind of direction. Yeah, that's. I mean, they started out the reverse, though. They started out more of like a, a visceral kind of chaotic hardcore band, and now they're just sort of really, really just embracing this. We're, we're belaboring this point. Now. If you want, if you do, if you do point. want to understand what we're saying, though, like just truly listen to like the last album, and just like listen to All Candy, and you'll just see just what we're you know going on. And this is in no way I would say negative. It's just it is a directional right. this choice, is not a, and it is yeah. Greyhaven sold out. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, they're making all that sellout dollars for sure. You know, so they're they're working with a big label and they're fucking they're doing good numbers and they're doing big shit and they're about to go on tour with the Callus Da Boys here in uh, the summer. So no shit. Yeah, well, kudos to them. Good plug, can, bud. Good plug. You can catch them in I think May or June if I'm not mistaken. What what track are we thinking here? Fuck man. Um, I think a painful and necessary action is probably the one personally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. I mean. Just uh. In a room is more just like a, a solid fucking intro. So I, 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 yeah, let's go with you. It's a little bit deeper. And I feel like a painful and necessary action is like the track to give our listeners because it sort of combines perfectly the melodic elements with the, uh, the more chaotic elements. Love it. So we're going to go ahead and play for you a painful and necessary action, which is track three from this bright and beautiful world, which came out April 15th via Equal Vision Records. Here we go. 
So that was a painful and necessary action, which is, what fucking track is that? That is track three from Greyhaven's new album, This Bright and Beautiful World, which came out April 15th via Equal Vision Records. Mm-hmm. You're going to make noise? Go ahead. Drink your beer. What are you doing? Nothing. No. No. Hey. Hey. No. Uh, So let's see here. What's next? What's next? So next, we're going to give you your release radar for the month of April. We're waiting for it. And some MathCore news, actually. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. So yeah, well, that being said, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna lead off with something that's a little sad and painful. Uh, rest in peace, drummer Gabe Serbian of the Locust, Cattle Decapitation, Head Wound City, Retox. Holy Moller. You you know who he is. You know how important and what a, what a profound uh, and influential, prolific drummer he's been. Just in so many important good bands that so many of us are influenced by and so many of us love and yep. hold dear and. I got to say that I was just after we saw. Well, first of all, I'm grateful that we that we we, we, d- we didn't sleep on the opportunity to see them uh, last in, month. In, basically? No, it was in it was in December. We December. saw them in December. Yeah, did we see them in December? Last month. <laughs> Fucking shut the fuck up. It was December. Levi's, Anyways, going, hey. Levi's going through some stuff right now. <laughs> <laughs> Understandable, but <laughs> but yeah, the uh, I'm very grateful that we did not sleep on the opportunity to see them in San Francisco because they, they put on a hell of a fucking it show. It was so good. It was the fucking locust. It was yeah, uh, never disappoint. Uh, <laughs> but uh, ultimately, it's just it's unfortunate. Um, you know our thoughts with the family, and uh, naturally, uh, we're not sure exactly you know how it went down. But we um, we uh, we love Gabe and just um, yeah hope. Yeah, I think I think Holly is Holly just said in the chat. A lot of us are sort of in shock about it because he's not you know an old person. Obviously, he's yeah. a young, yeah, I mean, a Christian, young man. Christian and I literally like this is the first time we're doing the podcast, and like I brought everything up, came to his place here, and the first chat literally as we walked in the door was like, "Yo, man, what do you think? What's going on with Gabe?" Like that kind of thing. So it was the first conversation we had, um, and it's it is what it is, and uh, hopefully we just. Um, Hopefully you find out that he passed in a nice, peaceful way. Because that's all you want in life, right, bud? Well, I mean, at least he, he does leave behind uh, an incredible legacy as a musician and as an artist. And his it, the Locust in general makes me proud to, as a musician, makes me proud to be from California. Absolutely. Makes me, makes me proud to be, like, from the West Coast. Because <laughs> there's, I feel like there's so many good East Coast bands that put so many different styles on the map. And California has had, you know, we've had our, we've had our Beach Boys moment, and we've had our Thrash moment, <laughs> and um, we've had our, our re-Thrash moment here since like 2018 or whatever. But yeah, uh, the the Locust in the San Diego sound is he he was a, a pivotal 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 part of that that sound. It, I mean, to just be part of so many Justin Pearson projects and everything, just like with three one G. But yeah, we uh, uh, naturally. If you listen to this podcast, you obviously are aware and understand uh, who Gabe was. So, right. um, yeah. Um, also, um, I know Christian mentioned it uh, today uh, on uh, Instagram and everything, but uh, he definitely has a, uh, a donation thing set That's up. Right. So definitely go check that out. Um, pretty easy to find. 
just go to Locus, go to Gabe's uh, Instagram, uh, every three one G's Instagram. Um, everybody's giving you the information. Right. So. It, it's in our our Instagram bio as well. Word. Yeah. So rest in peace, Gabe Serbian of the Locust and every fucking all, thing else. All that's the bands. Grindy and amazing. <laughs> Yeah, what a what a hell of a fucking hell of a musician. Yep. Also, rest in peace to Tim Furyk of Dance Gavin Dance, another untimely death. Uh, I think even younger, if I'm not mistaken. Very, yeah. Also, yeah, definitely younger. Um, that was a uh, yeah. Um, please, everybody, stop dying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really so 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 sad. This is sort of more screamo index centric, but mm-hmm. uh, Sasha just rehearsed for the first time in about <laughs> 25 years, dude. Awesome, stoked, waiting. Just, it's amazing. How fucking e- cool is that? Even when uh, Death Wish uh, re-released their whole retrospective uh, piece, I was like, hmm, like they're acknowledging everything. Like, hopefully, they're not done yet. And just seeing everybody combine forces, it's amazing. Um, seeing, in, seeing them in the same room, it's like just lets you know that that shit is real. I will also take a hot cross uh, reunion as well. So. Yeah, just throwing that out there to the universe. I'll take a hot cross for, uh, one, too. But, uh, yeah, it's amazing, man. Um, what else you got? You got any, you know, Screamo news, or is that the only one? That was the only real Screamo-centric right, news. Yeah. There was, uh, let's see here. Oh, Fawn Limps just announced a new EP, Oleum, which is available exclusively via Decibel Magazine's Flexi subscription service. No shit. So, depending upon how you feel about that and how you feel about Flexi's, you can acquire a physical copy of that record, but I assume that it'll be available for streaming soon as well. Oh shit. Holly says she's screaming. Uh, she's screaming. She's screaming. She's seeing uh, Jerome's Dream with David of Screamo Index in two weeks. Oh shit. Canada Dave. Oh no shit. Dave Norman, what a fucking, what a lad, what an ap- what an absolute unit. I'm, like, I'm squeezing David right now. Like, <laughs> Let's see here. Okay, so actually getting to the the, the real release radar, uh, autonomous weapons by Black Matter Device, as we were just discussing earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, this bright and beautiful world by Grey Haven, also discussed earlier in this podcast. Mixed reviews on that one. <laughs> Get in, losers. We're going to Eternal Damnation by Forests. You know our feelings about that. And that last episode, get on that. Yeah, if you didn't hear the last episode, go back and listen to our, our thoughts on that. Loving, loving that album. Great to see that they're they're keeping it together. Uh, the self-titled album by Anna Sage, France, uh, French chaotic hardcore, via Zegama Beach Records, I think, no less. Or was it Tomb Tree? One of those. It's the same people. Yeah, I was going to say, it's David. It's, it's, it, it's, it's David. the Davids. Right, it's so, the Davids. Yes. Nurser by Nurser, which we'll be talking about later in this episode. Seattle Death Grind. Mm-hmm. Some spicy, spicy Death Grind for you. Uh, Morir by The Crossed, or Crossed. <laughs> Not <laughs> The Crossed. <laughs> See, and that's funny. The Crossed is a Russian deathcore, kind of like mathcore band. This is just crossed. This is you just crossed from know Spain. Just crossed. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, well, you'll know. You'll know in a second when we talk about it. Mm. We're getting ahead of ourselves here. Triptych by Discordia. You sent me that yesterday. Yes. Thank and they, you. And they Appreciate are playing. Uh, they're playing our fifth annual fest here in July. So be excited for that. Effect two, the fall by the Bud Dwyer effect, which we'll be talking about in a future episode. I can only assume. Yep. You did listen to that, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, 
Bueo 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 by Elastic Riot, the Italian noise rock outfit. Hmm. I think I may have sent that to you as well. Maybe not. No, I don't think so, but um, send it to me. I will. Yeah. It's good. Very kind of like yaoi-ish. Oh, send it to me, doggy. Okay, okay. On that note, uh, Abueyero? <laughs> I think Abueyero is how you say that, by Imelda Marcos. Oh, my God. That shit's fucking rad, This too, is right? so fucking good. I've sent it to so many people. Thank you so much, man. That, that last, last track. track. Woo! It's fucking like hearing... Chef's Kiss Spicy Meatball. It's all fucking... <laughs> it's like... <laughs> dude. Yeah, it's like... um. God, it's it's like hearing Bjork with Yowie and Battles or something. I don't know how to describe it. It's there's so, so much there's so much mathcore in such beauty in that fucking track and just the well, layers. I don't know about mathcore. It's more like noise. It's rock. mathy. It's, it's mathy. Math rock, maybe perhaps. You son of a bitch! It's the little math. Listen, they're a noise rock bands. All right, fair enough. All right. You're a stickler there. You. I, I'm not. I was not gonna, gonna let it slide. <laughs> not gonna let it slide. <laughs> yeah, but um. Let's see, continuing on here, PSYOP of the Year by Unoya, which we'll probably be talking about in a future episode. Later Day Saints by Drowning Man, their first release in fucking how what long? What year is this? What is going on? <laughs> what the fuck? Like, yeah, but uh, loved it. Yeah. Loved it, man. And not to, very, just for our listeners, it is Later Day Saints and not Latter Day Saints, so nobody messaged me saying, you said the wrong thing. That's, Later Day that, Saints. That's the name of the yep. album. It's, yep. a, it's a play on words. Get the fuck out of my DMs. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Under the Surface by Gray Sea, which we talked about last episode. Mm-hmm. Two songs by Rob Ford Explorer. Feels Shout familiar? out to the boys. Yeah. Yep. Fucking still just mathiness. Just Same wistful, wistful tappy taps. Yep. Yeah. It's amazing, dude. Yeah, lo- love them boys. Bonecutter released the audio from their Math Core Index Fest 2021 live stream. Core Index. Mm. Oh, interesting. Mm. Like in July 9th and 10th this year in Chicago? <laughs> right. Huh. But also the oh. the online thing that they did. Oh, okay, interesting. One in the same. Yeah, one in the same, interesting. See a couple we got a couple singles here to wrap this up. Uh bang a new single from Blood Menace, Mathcore solo project from Jake yeah, Jake Yinchik or Yinsik of Hazing Over. Uh bang a new single from Miko, Colombian Dark Hardcore, bang a new single from Los Mapas de Miedo, Argentinian Mathcore, hmm. new single from To Touch the Face of God, Bristol Chaotic Hardcore, and a new single from Serling, whose new album, Next Stop Willoughby, drops May 27th. That thickness. The thickness. Yeah, they got Adam Warren on that last single. So, mm-hmm. so that was your release radar for the month of April. So next, we're going to talk about Soul Glow. Yeah, this is uh, this is quite an album. So Soul Glow are a four-piece punk band from Philly. It just fucking it is straight up punk. Like I don't want anything else. I don't want to hear anything else. It is fucking straight up punk. It's punk. This is a punk record. Ugh, but it's fucking good. It's uh it's also a bit genre defying too, though. To be fair, I mean they. they I know, really... but I want to hear nothing else. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, spiritually, this is a punk record. Certainly, this is this is a like basically. Well, let's see here. Like for those not already familiar with the band, they they play a very modern amalgamation of hardcore punk with elements of screamo and elements of rap and hip hop. I mean, off the tail end of you know songs to eat at the sun, I was really really excited about this band. <sighs> that was one of my favorite EPs of 2020. 
very, very promising. So I, I've been highly anticipating this album because of just how unhinged that EP was. And I, I want to preface by everything I'm about to say with this is not a mathcore album, you know, in any way, shape, or form, but it is absolutely the kind of boundary-pushing, genre-defying, convention-flaunting kind of music that we champion on this podcast. Absolutely, dude. And at large as Mathcore Index as an entity. Mm-hmm. I, I cannot emphasize enough the importance of this album. Like, Not only is this one of the most blistering and compelling releases in underground music this year, but it's just like one of like the most redefining moments for punk in like the last like few decades. Punk is pure fucking energy. That's what it is. This was so, it was so good, so refreshing. It like even Very when I listen, even when I listened to it, like in the evening, I felt like the sun was shining on me. It was so um, uplifting. I gotta say, just even from fucking track one, uh, the gold chain track. It is, uh, we got a bubbler slash maybe a bong. I got to give him credit. Might be a bubbler. Um, just that, that clearing of it. It's just like, let's fucking go, dude. Let's fucking go. And it's, uh, the vocal approach. I feel, I feel in this album specifically. I don't want to interrupt you, but just a quick funny sidebar about that. What you're describing is that it's, uh, that's one of my favorite, just eccentric quirky moments on the record, because that is the fanfare from the 20th century Fox theme that, that, that. That that, that 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 yeah yeah he is clearing <laughs> the bong yeah. that is that is the drum roll from the fanfare from 20th century where Fox. did you get this from i just listened to the album probably 20 times in the last week so it's wow okay <laughs> so I'll, I'll take that. i know where to go with that actually yeah this is like one of my favorite albums of the year so far it's um, Chris and I were talking about this uh, last night. Um, I, it is definitely just as if we're going like FFO old school aesthetics. I would say it is bad brains with that black flag vocal approach energy. Um, you know, there is like a little bit of that that kind of like uh, rap, like hip hoppy kind of like essence that they do with the vocal well, approach. Full on hip hop sections too. Yes, but Soul Glow, like it, I just. I can't say enough that this album has so many different vocal schemes and just like approaches that I was not ready for where it is not only is it energetic shit is <laughs> shit is straight up catchy. It is just catchy in a non-pop way. I don't even know how to say this. It's just his vocal approaches just grab me in every track. He's really having a uh, uh, fun with this you know I think comparing them to bad brains is almost like doing them a disservice because they are so much like more that's why um, I threw the black flag in there yeah I think black flag is actually probably more on the nose even especially compositionally I feel like they really their their, their, their compositions are pretty adventurous and they, they go so many different directions on every song this is old school FFO like I definitely prefaced it before FFO. you know just like you know it's just you know just get that vibe you know um, but overall, I mean, if you, if anybody disagrees, let me know, but like it, it, the, the vocal approach, just the, the, the level where it's at, yeah. the raspy. I, I think that, um, Pierce Jordan's vocals are by far the most, one of the most compelling features of this album. He just delivers a staggering amount of lines and such a, a seemingly small space with <sighs> Fills lyrics. Fills space so fucking well, dude. With really, really excellent lyrics addressing things from systemic racial oppression to late stage capitalism to Reaganomics and the dangers of uh, passive liberalism. But there's also a lot of like very universal themes that also sort of address things like mental health, 
uh, anxiety, depression, like on the, the track Thumbsucker in particular, I think is a good example of that. Lyrically hit me pretty fucking hard. That's uh, that's one. Yeah, it's like um, as much it's, as it's like kind of an album for it's about the struggle of black people. I think that there's a lot of like very universal themes on this album that like makes it like again I hate to belabor this point but universal like it's mm-hmm. absolutely absolutely like it resonates with 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 me in a lot Listen, of ways too it's, it's fucking punk rock I mean right. it's always universal yeah so good the, again the vocals just to to put a bow on that are one one of the best features of this record like just st- really excellent fucking features on every track too. The track's about identity too. A uh, gold, gold chain punk. Who gonna beat my ass? Like so ridiculous, dude. What a, what a great moment on this record. Like the the moment when he's saying who gonna beat my ass. That's like perfect sing along moment. It's just like it's built for like a live show, basically. That is the bright sunshine I was talking about. This this track specifically, um, but lyrically, you just need to fucking read the lyrics too. It's just like it, it's it's upbeat, it's positive, you know. But I'm mean, like, there's um there's there's a lot going on in the lyrics that uh I, I just feel like this this band really touches on. Even the last EP, you know, you get the sun and everything. Like it's uh there's a lot there. You got to digest it. You got to read it. I mean, don't just blast tracks. Yeah, read like, read. I strongly encourage absolutely. you to to read the lyrics. Yep. I think it'll I think it'll have a, a much more um impactful uh it'll be a, it'll oh be a more God, impactful experience for you feels yeah. guaranteed yeah. yeah once again get at me if you fucking don't agree like jesus christ you know i read a couple of interviews that they did and what what i kind of like loved is that they cited stuff like system of a down and hella as being very impactful on their musical journey which definitely mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. the former definitely clicks i i would draw a sort of a parallel between them and system for sure I love that they drop Hella though. That's fucking awesome. The drummer specifically dropped Hella, and then they also cite stuff ranging from Cephalic Carnage to War to Mashuga. So clearly, they're just like very eclectic listeners of music. Mm-hmm. I feel like most of us out here, we're, we, I mean, Christian just dropped those names. We all know those names, so that means we're basically in the same fucking boat on the same page on the same team. Basically, Not, you yeah. Know? I mean, that, that's a Cephalic Carnage is a rather esoteric reference to make. Yeah, yeah. I, I would say Denver. What up? Yeah, so as already uh, identified, Gold Chain Punk, Who Gonna Beat My Ass, definitely a great reflection on identity and judgments. Instrumentally, the opening moments of the track are fairly fairly elementary, but like when it like it kicks off into that sing along moment, that's just like so fucking good. And, I, and they I, keep going back to it. And they right, keep going back to and it. And during those like, iterations, the guitars are like changing underneath the chorus. So mm-hmm, it's like mm-hmm. they're kinda like doing like an angular sort of thing on one iteration too, which I really appreciated. Yep. I also really like Jumped or Get Jumped, which is first of all, amazing music video for this track. And that music video, once again, hits. You gotta fucking do do your research, man. Check this video out. And secondly, I love how they have like that self aware moment where he's like self-referencing one of their older tracks mathed up from songs to eat at the sun and basically just saying that it took like two years for that track or that album to like that ep even to reach people so just kind of like a um again just a a funny just good self-aware moment there yep yep and also just loving like the scronky sliding dissonant guitar work that's deposited uh sort of at the the end of the track as well like they're using a tritone even too, so that's like a very kind of a, a math core sort of a, a vernacular, if you there will. There we go. Got to talk about Dripponomics, obviously. That one, as yep. as a hater of late stage capitalists, that one really fucking hit for me. <laughs> Once again, get these lyrics are fucking it. it Just a blazing like, God, slight, damn it. yeah, <laughs> a, a, bla- a blazing slight at hype beast culture. Yep. 
which yeah again just really resonated with me because fuck late stage capitalism and culture tourists we wants revenge is lyrically some of the strongest moments on the album incredibly catchy scathing lyrics about passive liberalism and the necessity of radical action in the face of what amounts to systemic racial oppression and and i quote ongoing genocide <laughs> and 100 percent, you know like inaction in doesn't fucking doesn't do anything so yep it's it's very there's a lot of radical shit on this album which you may not be prepared for once again just check it <laughs> listen to lyrics you know yeah, this is like, I hope this is like a come to Jesus rage against the machine moment for this generation, because this is like kind of like the fucking vibe this band is on. So I'm fully grateful that this is a, a full length this time. Right. Um, I felt like I was a little teased with Year of the Sun, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just so great to, uh, I, so I, I, we're reviewing this album, but uh, this is something that I need to still go back to. Um, thankfully, we have a, a positive enough response right now. But uh, I am not done with this fucking album, man. It'll be definitely be on my top ten. It's uh, and, and once again, don't give a fuck that it's not fully mathcore. Like this is one that goes in that right. realm. Yeah. So please, just to, to, please don't message me saying this isn't mathcore. I know. I don't care. This is my podcast. <laughs> this is my blog. I'm gonna talk about the bands that I want to talk about, whether or not they are adjacent. Don't make us make you a meme. Don't do it. Don't yeah. do it. <laughs> Please don't make me put screenshots of our conversation on Instagram. Yeah, I, yep. will, I, will, I will do it. Uh, John Jay, I got to cite that one too. Instrumentally, that's probably my favorite track because just like... Oh, no shit. The, I mean, it's, it's, like, it's one of the more like aggressive tracks and I think it's just because not only does it have like those great scronky noise rock guitars, it's also got some of the, the album's strongest vocal features from... Third Face's Catherine Edwards. Oh, that track. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes. And okay. Zula Wi- and uh, Zula Wildheart as well also putting down some great rapping on that. Absolutely. Um, you know what? That might be my favorite track. I damn it. That might be my favorite track now. I thought it was Gold Chain Punk, but that might be my favorite track. Yep. Yeah, I, I mean, the, as strong as the opener is, I think John Jay is is fucking pretty goddamn good. Awesome. I mean, We Wants Revenge is fucking good, and Jumper Get Jumped is also very strong, but like. Yeah, I, I feel like the podcast song is definitely going to be John Jay. It's got it's got everything. It's got the rapping. It's got the scrunkiness. It's got the punk. It's got every element about this album that I love the most. All like put together in a package that's probably like admittedly most appealing for like the people who listen to this podcast. So, Boom. Uh, but I want to stop talking about the tracks because I just I love this album so much. I'm, I'm not going to like keep going um, in, in, into excruciating detail, but. Just very quickly, I love the way this album closes. Spiritual level of gang shit. Mm. Love, love. You already know what I'm gonna say. I love, 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 love those horns. What a, what a like a crazy kind of like ska crossover moment, you know? Um, it gave me. I, I dude, I didn't text you my fucking goosebumps that gave me that this track gave me. But um, I, once again, I'm not done with this fucking album and that track specifically. This this uh this album, you know, it is a full length, so. I felt like when I was reviewing it, I was doing it in parts uh, just due to my schedule and everything. Mm -hmm. And I kind of have gotten into the last part of the album only just a few pieces, you know. So, but yeah, uh, uh, you know, I like my horns, baby. So I know you do. That's why I brought it up. And also, again, some some great vocal features on that track as well from uh, McKinley Dixon and Logie. Logie, I think I'm saying that correctly. The the double I. Better than I, sir. Better than I. So we're going to go ahead and play for you John Jay, which is track 10 from Soul Glow's new full-length album, Diaspora Problems. 
and that came out on March 25th via Epitaph Records. Here we go.
different, feeling different. Everybody I know feels like a shell of themselves in some way or another. So, like, man, you got to take the energy and use it to do what they don't want you to do, which is be a good person and, like, you know, do all that, do all that food shit. But, like, nah, don't ever think this shit is sweet, man. Them niggas are trying to kill all of us. Never forget that shit, bro. I will never let nobody convince me otherwise, especially not white liberals. So good. Yeah, it's really so fucking good. good dude. So that was John Jay, which is tracked in from Soul Glow's new album, Diaspora Problems. And that came out on March 25th via Epitaph. That's a get. That's what we call a get. You'd Levi. get. Yep. That's a get, Levi. Is it? Mm-hmm. Hmm, interesting. I'll tell you. Yeah, what a, what a fucking good album, though. And just, I didn't want to keep saying it because I, I have just sort of beating a dead horse, but really daughtersy on that scronk there on the, the fucking the, the bridge of that you that call track. that out in the hallway <laughs> <It's Right>. like, what? <laughs> which no shame in that i feel like I, I love how that sort of slidey chord shape has really just um that language that vernacular has really permeated so much of the, the current v- vernacular vernacular mm-hmm. vernacular fuck i can't stop saying vernacular dog Vernacular. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just look on my look at myself on camera and say it. Vernacular. Oh, that okay. was good. That was the best one. Keep that one. <laughs> cut, cut, cut. Four. No, that one. Cut that. Cut that. Cut that. So the next band we're going to talk about is Anna Sage. Screamo. Yep. Come on. Uh, come kinda, on. Sort of. I mean, they're they're screamo in the sense like Demersal is a screamo band. So not, no, not okay. really. All right. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. See what I I did there? You did. You did that. You did that to me. I see what you did there. Anna Sage are a four-piece, I would say chaotic, hardcore, or post-hardcore band. It's kind of how I Fine. It's chaotic, post-hardcore. Right. Like, it's it's more of, it's not like... Yeah, you're right. You're right. Go ahead. Go ahead. They're they're from France. I don't know where in France because they don't tell me on their social media, but um, (laughs) they just released their self-titled full-length album... April 15th via Clonosphere, Season of Mist, Dingleberry Records, Itawak Records, Urgent Disc Records, Vox Project, and our beloved Zagama Beach Records. Sort of a, a mouthful there of, of collaboration. It's like that CU Space Cowboy split where there's like fucking five labels on it, you know? I do not want to be in that email chain. <laughs> <laughs> right. Getting all the people on the same page has got to be... A fucking headache. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, for me, on the, the one I just mentioned, it was sort of just like... I didn't know. I was just like, yeah, definitely, sure. I just said yes to whatever because I just wanted to be a part of it. Yep. Which was a wise decision. Um, but yeah, so they kind of play, Levi described them as, how did you describe them again? Screamo! Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't pay them. But then I agreed with chaotic post-hardcore after that because you, you, so you hear, raised me one. Hear, hear, hear me out in my argument against that is that it is, it's a mix of like post-hardcore and chaotic hardcore that you could also probably describe as dark hardcore. So that might even actually be the more... <laughs> I feel like you're about to fall over in your chair right now. It's, just it's by... like, it's like okay, listen. listen we're, we, are, listen. It's, we are insufferable. I mean, it's like... So I feel like I was listening to Birds in Row most of this Dude, album. 100%. Get at me. Why, why is that not Screamo? No, that's... Like, I mean, that's like, so that, But I feel like the vocals aren't in the same kind of like normal Screamo register. So that's why I sort of hesitate to use that. I hear that. that. I hear that, that yeah. That yep. descriptor. Um, I think vocally it doesn't really occupy that kind mm. of sonic space. Shout out Davids. How would I'm gonna use the Davids here in this? <laughs> there, Zagama Beach is part of this. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. 
Hmm? Right. That isn't. Hmm? Okay. So yeah, that is sort of a certifying moment for something potentially hmm. being adjacent at the very least. I'm so drink a sip of my beer. I'm we'll agree to disagree right now. We'll, we'll both drink. We'll, I can drink to that. We'll agree to disagree. Mm-hmm. Mm. Anyways, um, I will take it from here. Uh, I I feel like this this whole album. We'll take it from here. This this whole album. <laughs> I just gleeked all over my arm. You see that? Did you? Oh, that's good, good lord. Oh wow, that was good. Um, this IPA got me salivating. <laughs> the good <hops>. lord. <laughs> uh, the so I would say just Anastage in general. Most of these tracks just brought me to a Dillinger Escape, Converge, Birds and Row uh, era uh, area where just they it Converge. Just, is yeah, where just I like have... the circles were just combining the whole time. Just the like Venn diagram. Yeah, right. yep. Um, this, I mean, it's the third album from them. It, naturally, it's just it's more solid than the last one so that's well, fucking amazing I think when a, a band makes the album their self-titled album it's a pretty profound statement it's, it's a, on the third album right absolutely they're like this is the sound absolutely um, I will say right off the bat favorite track and also the music video you guys gotta check it out it would be Center, uh, Center Ablaze that's the fucking shit love hmm. it that's funny I don't think I have any notes on that track what about that one really caught you if I, if I may just ask just grab me by the boo-boo just fucking just came in hard and just yeah if I may play the devil's advocate that's it it ripped bud can I, can I be the lazy guy and just say that it was it, fucking it was, it was a ripper it's dude. a ripper and it I liked fucking, it it was brutal it was fucking it was, no no it was just good it was a great track so that's good I liked it you liked it yep <laughs> yeah I liked it yeah I liked it that's kind of like um like when my my sports enjoyer friends talk about sports to me I'm like I like that you like that yeah yeah it's like like when Irma takes me to We're the game. We're bonding. This what, is good. Yeah. Yeah. Like just for example, the other day, uh, was it yesterday or day before yesterday, Irma dragged me to a baseball game, you know, the Giants, um, and I just was pretending to be a normie. Like, you did a good job. I, wear, I always wear my Frontier Orange Mathematics shirt to the Giants game, and their shit is black and orange, so yep. it's just like, it's perfect. Nobody questions it. It's just like, orange, black and orange? Right. Cool. Exactly. Sounds good. Yep. Except for the fact that I'm like not paying attention to the actual game. I'm more like looking around at the crowd and people watching. And posting stories. And posting <laughs> stories, right. Doing my little thing while Irma's not paying attention. <laughs> like getting her in the story, but she's like looking over here. Do, do, do they have the kiss cam? They they did, right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but yeah, back to Anna Sage and not me pretending to be a normie. Um <laughs> Let's see here. Let's see. Let's see. I lost my fucking. I didn't. I lost my fucking notes there. I mentioned Center of Blaze. Oh yeah, Center of Blaze. Um, yeah, that's funny. I don't really have any notes on that track, but you definitely nailed it with the the birds in a row and Converge influences. I, I feel like they very strongly wear the Converge influence on their sleeve. As a matter of Which fact, which is fucking great, doggy. Give me more. It's all good. I think maybe I said this to you privately, but they also reminded me quite a bit of another French chaotic hardcore band that went more of a math core excuse me more of a dark hardcore direction and that is the rodeo idiot engine you did not mention to this i didn't mention not at all wow yeah what are you talking very about? very very similar trajectory as i recall the rodeo idiot engine started off as more of like a math core band and they kind of like went more like i don't want to say blackened but you know kind of like converge influenced dark hardcore you know no shit hmm. okay. the, the other comparison that i would readily draw is just talking about birds in a row is is demersal I feel like the, the, we just brought. Yeah, I came to Demersal earlier and now, now, yeah, okay. Right. Um, so yeah, I would say this. <laughs> wow, would be, Demersal getting a lot of love on this podcast. Uh, if you're not familiar with Copenhagen's Demersal, I was gonna say shout out Copenhagen. Oh, um, they just announced a four way split with um, some other bands that are coming out. It's coming yeah. out via Zagama Beach. Zagama Beach. Whomst, whomst else? 
Oh wait, wait so the Zegama Beach, that more screamo label, right? That they would like be shut involved. the fuck up and okay, move on. Okay, I was just okay. All right, sounds good. Um, yeah, uh, but Demersal, yeah, um, uh, I would totally agree. Uh, I'm glad you compared them. Um, yeah, 100. percent Overall, just fucking love this album. I would say that the track it's I would not pick screamo, would be. It's dark hardcore. <laughs> I would say I would say Center of Blaze would be my track. Okay. Uh, to 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 go okay, with okay, so okay. but i would say we should choose something else because that already has the, well, the i think that know. hostile cage is the one that, that was like the mm. more like overtly technical and aggressive mm. track and for those two track reasons it's it's my favorite i also love the two-step sections in that track which provide um more or less the chorus of the, the fucking the song oh that track yeah yeah yo yo um i had to check my numbers and everything on my phone let's do that Let's do that track. I really like that. The tail end of that track is also where they're kind of like hitting some of that like blackened post-hardcore kind of yep. territory, which really yep. reinforces the dark heart. This is what an insufferably nitpicky genre-specific conversation we are having right now. It I, needs to happen, though. I'm filled with self-loathing. It, it has to happen. Yeah, um, that would be the track, I would say, too. I totally agree with that. God, the artwork is fucking top-notch, too. It's almost kind of like on that side of Frontier and like... I would Car say, bomb in a way. It's yeah. It's got that. Um, it's got that kind of like physical. Uh, that's what I'm looking for here. Physical elements and like digital elements, sort of like composited together, much Good like the Black them. Matter device kind of situation. Yep. Uh, the opener of this album is very very strong as well. Like the more prominent mathcore leaning staccato type sequence there on the beginning, um, and also in like kind of like the middle, some nice tension building, minor second intervals from the guitars there. Yep. Loveless was a good highlight for me too. Uh, Bindi guitars on the breakdown section were pretty nice. Kind of like briefly departs before they start like developing that part too, and really just like playing with the structure. I, I really appreciated all of the uh, the non not non sequiturs, but just like the the amount of uh, the attention to detail in Loveless to developing that one particular part is like really yep. really exceptional. Mm-hmm. Five was another good cut for me. V that is takes about three minutes to get going because of that. Yeah, there's a little yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a waiting moment there for sure. But it's like it's a good moment. It's a good like sludgy and atmospheric kind of intro. The reward though, the payoff for getting to the crescendo at the end of that track is like worth the fucking wait though. Word. The way the way that track ends is is very very strong. Um. Just on that note, the album also closes very strong. Just to wrap it up here, I don't want to get get too carried away but the serpents dot 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 the serpents which precedes silence dot 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 what a strong way to close this album just loving the explosiveness between the bouts of chugging and just it hits really hard and it's just it's a good like way to punctuate the close of this album you just you know the album is ending just when you're hearing this track yep so it's done its job effectively right there so hostile cage then absolutely so we're gonna go ahead and play for you hostile cage which is track six from Anastasia's new self-titled album they came out on April 15th via Zegama Beach Records and a bunch of other people. <laughs> was this, is this the release that was on of Mike 12 labels? Yep. Yeah. Shout out, Davids. Here we go.
That was Hostile Cage, which is track six from Anastasia's new self-titled album that came out on April 15th via Clonosphere Season of Mist, Dingleberry Records, Walk <laughs> Records, Urgent Disc Records, Vox Project, and Zegama Beach Records. Labels. Yep. The record. Yep. Album. Music. Rock. <laughs> so the next band we're going to talk about is Nurser. I'm glad you like that, Levi. I really did. That tickled me. That definitely tickled me. <laughs> And uh, Nurse are a death grind trio from Seattle, Washington. I saw what you did. I saw what you did. Yep. I just had to do it. My grandma used to fucking always say Washington. I'd be like, Grandma, there's no fucking. I'd be like, Fuck, Grandma. I'd say, Grandma, I hate and you. you. Would punch your grandmother. And all I'd say, the- <laughs> yeah, I'd say me, Give me fifty dollars. Let me borrow your car. Yes. <laughs> Classic Christian. Everybody. Classic Christian. <laughs> Yo, um, no, but she used to always say Washington, and it drive me crazy. I'd be like, "Please, where are you getting? Tell, tell me where? Where's the R coming from in this fucking word right now?" I think it is an accent thing. I think. Okay, I'm so anyway, sure, uh, the spelling. So they just released Nurser. Just released their debut self-titled full length on March 25th, and goddamn, this is just this shit is absolutely disgusting. This is this is some of the best death grind I have heard in a second. The best death grind I have heard since Maruda, basically. They set the bar, right, the bar right. pretty high. So, so you know. I feel like Maruda is in this realm. Like it's almost like, I. Do you agree with the term mathy grind, math grind at all? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay, thin, so like, thin. I would kind of give that descriptor too. Nurser touches it a little bit. A little bit. It's it, it you know in that Venn diagram kind of like yeah. It kind of gets in there. There's uh, some very technical sort of not straightforward moments. I would. Yep. I would say that that's probably fair to say. <laughs> I so, would say that's fair to say. <laughs> houses houses the first track is they give you a little breather just lets you just like prepare yourself for the fucking shenanigans that's gonna fucking happen this rest of this fucking album right there's and a there's like an instrumental kind of like build up just a breather yep and uh from there on out it is all you bud it is all just twists and, and twists and turns yeah. dude absolutely um i will say right now uh I, we could throw uh, a dart at the dartboard as far as tracks goes i'll take anything uh favorite tracks houses flies pillars yeah i yep. favored the shorter of the shortest tracks there's i mean the longest track is like three something minutes but that's only like one track and then everything else is like that fucking 20 seconds to like two minutes or something they're like very that. succinct for the most part this is like uh, an eight this is an 18 minute album did you get a feel of dead in the dirt oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. kind of sort of yeah less feedbacky but I would say a less feedback you dead in the dirt. But it really took me back to just a, a time of just a awesome. Less crusty. It's though. well, yes, less crusty. Um, I think I think it for maybe you. Maybe I'm just telling you I miss dead in the dirt. Can I, I tell think, you that? No, listen, listen, listen. I, I uh, I'll humor that in that you always pay more attention to the vocals, and I think always. I, f- I feel like that's probably where you're drawing that comparison more readily. Whereas Absolutely. I'm all you know I'm a guitarist, so I'm more focused on. The, the instrumental aspects usually. Yep, yep. Um, and that's what I was saying. I was like, well, less feedback though, right? Less feedback. But um, yeah, I'll, uh, overall, just Nurser, like, I was not aware of you and I love you now. So that's it. <laughs> yeah, a new band has no fucking business being you! this good. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Like, where did you guys come from coming out with an album this fucking good? How like, dare you, Nurser? How the audacity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the naive. Yeah, this is this is fucking good. Like yep. this shit is absolutely disgusting. Absolutely. One of the uh, more importantly, just like love to hear a death crying band that isn't just blatantly robbing full of hell. 
I'm oh yeah yeah and like there's some bands out there that like are carbon fucking copies down to the appearance of the goddamn members to Full of Hell. Um, Touche. Touche. Not to say that I don't love those bands because I do actually love that sound and I I even love the band that I'm sort of sliding in, in a weird way. This is a sort of a strange conversation. Yeah, you're that we kind of like convincing yourself in a weird way. No, I, but just yeah. Overall, my point is is that I'm 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 glad to hear a sort of a death crying band that isn't just like biting what a full of hell is doing. Like they're kind of like more harkening back to like the sort of like the chaotic sort of shit that I. Enjoy. I totally agree with you, man. I totally agree with you. Uh, it's less focused on like embellishing the instrumentation with like noise interludes and shit like that, which is. And then it's it's super, back. For, for <laughs> so. me, it's for, for me that kind of stuff is superfluous. You know, the, mm. the noise stuff I could take it or leave it. Most time, I'll skip it. Especially if I got like it's like intros, outros, and then you have a noise tracks and everything. It's like okay, what are we fucking doing here? Um, overall, though, dude, um, I like I said before, my my favorite tracks are houses that opener, flies, and pillars. <laughs> uh, the shorter uh, shorter of them all. Um, if you were to pick one, what do you think? Um. Yeah, houses and fall. Fall was another one that I enjoyed quite a bit. I oh, definitely. Yep, 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 yep. Flies is great too. I'm glad that you bring that one up. But um, fall. I I love the fact that there's like a groove in in six eight on that track. Just um, I didn't notice that. Yeah, there's a, there's a really nice groove in six eight, and the guitars on this track are just providing some really nice, um, some dissonant sort of like flavor that makes this one fairly memorable. Love it. Uh, careless too. I mean, full on sludge on that track, but like the vocal performance is really fucking strong. Like he's just like screeching at certain points in that track, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the desperation on that one just is, is real. Another, just a, a quick comparison I wanted to throw out there. They reminded me quite a bit of oblivionized since we're talking about sort of like modern uh, flavored death grind, like math grind. Crossover. I love that you brought up this dude. Yeah. Do you still have that LP? Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh my God. I, that's something you just can't find on everything, you know? They just, like, ran away and hid in a corner, you um, know? It's because the label that they worked with just, like, sucked. They wouldn't let Mathcore Index put their track on our compilation because he was, like, where they were, like, the, the label owner was, like, what benefit do I does the label have from having this track included on the composition? It's, like, are you, if I have to tell you, you're never going to know. Exactly. You've got to explain it. Like the whole idea like, of the DIY bitch, fucking aesthetic. And I make bands. Like- <laughs> I make Kalos Da Boys and CU Space Cowboys and all the boys. I make them. <laughs> <laughs> all the boys, they're here. They're here. That, is a, that is an incredibly um, arrogant thing to say. But in, in a manner of speaking, I, I do feel like I've, I champion bands like that so heavily that it sort of helps secure if they're already good a place in uh, people's hearts and minds yep um oblivionized definitely brought uh, it definitely brought me to that i that is such a good fucking i also also yeah oblivionized I'm going, dog i'm going to have to uh go look back and find that because i'm pretty sure it's just Bandcamp you can find that now right no secret law <laughs> i should say the label who's not to be named doesn't have like there's like one track available for streaming on Bandcamp, and it is not on spotify so they basically have just they denied letting me use the track, and then they sort of didn't secure their digital legacy by making shit available on streaming platforms. Awesome. Shout out everybody that sucks at running a label to fucking just... Well, there's a reason they're not around now. Yep, yep. My, my shitty label is still around. <laughs> You're terrible shitty label. <laughs> uh, but yo, um, so what do you think? What's the fucking track? Um, 
let's see here. I put my notes down because I'm still still kind of getting acclimated to this new way of doing the podcast. You know, reunited and it feels so good. It does feel good. So we're going to go ahead and play for you Houses, which is track one from Nurser's debut self-titled full-length, which came out on March 25th. Here we go. So that was Houses, which is track one from Nurser's debut self-titled full-length, which came out on March 25th. Let me just close the window here. We gotta get some fresh air. Yeah, I, I burped and <laughs> Levi got perturbed. That's scary. There's gonna be a lot of like extra microphone noise and shit this episode too, because I'm Levi keeps banging his un- uncannily, and of course I'm like holding my like little mic stand like it's a fucking. Like, I'm meant to be doing it. Levi, stop doing it. I'm figuring it stop out. Stop fiddling. Alright. <laughs> Sorry, folks. Got a little real there for a second. So the next band we're gonna talk about is Whomst? Who are we talking about next? Crossed. Crossed, thank you. Crossed. And Crossed are a chaotic hardcore screamo quartet from Madrid, Madrid, Spain. And they just dropped their new LP, Morir, on April 8th via Zegama Beach Records. Wow, this is talking about Zegama so much on this episode. We'd like to thank our sponsors, David's, uh, this episode. Yes, uh, you gave us you so can... much Screamo money. We really appreciate it. Square gonna... Cash or PayPal, as Absolutely. usual, will suffice. Yep, yep. We, we're, we are just dipping into all that. Make funds. it out to Math Core Index <laughs> and then put in the comments not to Levi, Sebastian. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, definitely. You don't need to <laughs> take that. I'm going to grab that. Um, but uh, yo, uh, fucking cross. This Levi is... will just gamble it away anyway. I will. <laughs> <laughs> was that too personal? No, no, it was good. It was okay. damn good. I will gamble all of your money away. Uh, but yo, crossed. Uh, this. Um, I love that Zegama Beach not only was involved with the last release, this release as well. This was fucking amazing, and I am taking the reins here just for it being a little more of the screamo side of this episode. 
Um, yeah, please go ahead. Sludge, emo violence. There is some black metal. There's a little bit of deathcore going on here. Yeah, sure. Um, just merciless. It is relentless here. It is amazing. The bass tones on this album specifically compared to the last album, uh, it is thicker and definitely higher up in the mix um, that I that I'm noticing. Which adds just for that More chunkiness, bass. dude. Yeah. Just it's fucking. Ju, 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 it makes ju. it heavier. It's fucking. It's so good, dude. Breakdowns are more impactful when you've got adds, actual. Bass adds guitar. more groove. There's heaviness to it, you know. Um, yeah, uh, I would say, and then that's where we're kind of going with the sludgy side. I specifically with this one, I, I do feel a lot of what's going on here is there is a lot more going on with the bass. Um, vocally, still lyrically is amazing. The, the vocals are so fucking strong and just right up that emo violence orchid kind of screamo uh, alley um, I'm just I'm I'm floored by this uh, it, it's kind of one of those albums where uh, I listen to it and it's just like yeah man it fucking rips uh, the it, vocals are so fucking good on this it, release it is a step up there's breakdowns the fucking bass once again just really adds that sludge element um, good feedback too two-steppy fucking moments in there yeah it's even more like, of like even a, from the beginning dude like it's more of like a metalcore kind of like mashi album than the last one i think they they're right? yeah dude it's something else but it's moshier than the last material the it's, older mo- material. it's it's so much more moshier there's more groove to it but there's still just that fucking like like spain like screamo touch that crossed had in that last album where it's just like they just it didn't take away. They just added a little bit more, you know? Um, it's almost like they're kind of... This is almost like vain with, like, more... With, like, screamo appeal. You know what I'm saying? I get... I, I totally Without get the that. pitch shifters. Yeah, I too. totally get that. Yeah, it's definitely like less pitch shifting, for yeah. sure. Um, yeah, overall, just... Like, um, if Vane was a screamo band... This might be it. This might you know be what I'm fucking saying? it. Yep, absolutely. It, but... Once again, maybe just, I'm just I'm re- maybe I'm I'm nope, out, of, out nope. of pocket with that. Nope, I I feel you. Uh, once again, though, just that 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 sludge element that they added here, um, it really does kind of just make you rethink. And th- th- when like I I looked possible. I looked through a few reviews, and I definitely saw like fifteen fucking subgenres named to describe <laughs> these guys. So yeah, it's kind of hard cross. Is, you're you're you hard know? to pin. Yeah. Like we're we're really sticklers for genres here at Math yeah. Core Index. Obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. We like to like do FFOs. Um, but, I think people just hate us for the fact that we are a Math Core specific podcast. Like how mm-hmm. how um, recklessly niche could one be? I'll look at our numbers and you'll fucking agree that it's reckless, recklessly niche. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> you know, 350 people on SoundCloud say that it's a pretty good podcast. It's so. pretty big. Um, Christian and I from day one has always been, we, uh, we appeal to the tens of hundreds. I don't give a rat's ass to, you know, if how, how many people, as long as one person is enjoying it. Yep. As long as, as long as that one person is not my mother, then I'll probably continue to do the podcast. You're doing a good podcast, son. Um, <laughs> my mom says that I'm handsome, by the way. <laughs> she says I'm a real handsome guy. She's, she's so right. Oh, wait, wait, what? Um, uh, so, and that one day, it's going to get bigger. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to change the subject and go to my favorite track. And have a big old dad dick. <laughs> one uh, god damn you um i would say uh you remember dad dicks dude i do i do christian i really do i do um i uh <laughs> i'm gonna need your help even though i want to ignore everything you're saying right now 
my favorite track would be Luz de Gras. We're having a good time. Luz de Gas. Luz de Gas. Luz de Gas. Yeah, I want to say Lou or Lou de Gas or Luz de Gas. I want to say. Yep, that's my one. Correct us. Feel free to correct us. Yep. We're, we're, we're having a honky moment right now. Ludigas. Ludigas is what I'm sticking to. Okay, that's yep. fine. Yep. I'll, I'll take it. Cool. Yeah, that's a great track for sure. I definitely had that one written down as one of the highlights of the album for me. Um, Culpa has its moments that I'm like not so hot on, but that's a pretty good way to open this album. Yep. Uh, Dulo? Dulo was also pretty good too. I don't know. I can't what remember. What track is that? I was just oh, about to say I, I don't, honestly have no idea like in what what track that is in the order, but I want to say that's the closer actually. I, I think Dulo's the closer. It is. Yeah, yeah. The, much like the Anna Sage album in a very similar, almost kind of a similar style, the, um, and in a similar way, good same similar kind of uh, pacing and trajectory to their their style even. Yeah, I want to say that this album also just closes very fucking strong with that track, but um. My favorite track overall was uh, Oxido. Word, really? Yeah, I think Oxido is the the more like mathcore esque track. It's got like kind of the guitar oh. work that sort of appeals to our listeners. I think, dude, I gotta just claim that I don't I don't remember that track, and I gotta trust you on this. You you're, should lead me. You're gonna thank me. Yep. Okay. Cool. So awesome. we're gonna go ahead and play for you Oxido, which is track eight from Morir, which is Crost's new album that came out on April eighth. Here we go. Right, so that was Oxido by Crossed, and that's off their new album, Morir, which came out on April 8th via Zegama Beach Records. So before we wrap this up, thank you so much, you guys, for listening to the entire podcast. We love you very much, mm-hmm. uh, especially our precious Patreon supporters who are in the chat right now. If you enjoyed the podcast, do me a favor. Go check out uh, our Patreon, and um, you can throw us a couple bucks. If you like what we do and you want to support us, you can get some cool benefits that way. Go leave us five stars on uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts and leave us a little review. You know, leave us a couple of words. And if you have any questions or comments or submissions, you can always send us an email to mathcoreindex at gmail.com. So I guess that about wraps it up for the 79th episode of MathCast. I'm your host, Christian. And I'm your co-host, Levi. And we'll be back again next month. 
in person again together. Yeah, baby. Woo woo. <laughs> I'm going to touch them more. I'm going to yeah. touch them more. Yeah, I'm going to touch them more. <laughs> With some more sick underground bands. Good night and stay beautiful. Stay beautiful.